This that lunchroom chatter podcast, you know? Well, you sit up and think about fucking your girl's best friend, but you can't because your girl's a fighter and she'll fuck you up. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you lay up and think about being a porn star, but you can't because you come too quick, so you got to eat the pussy for 95 minutes. Mmm, that kind of shit. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you in bed at night thinking about beating your meat, but you can't because you live with your mama. And she busts in the room and say, bitch, get the fuck up. Mama, why you ain't knock on the door first? This that kind of shit. Where you can be yourself, where you can relax, where you could put yourself into the mind of another nigga. So stay tuned. Let's get this shit popping. Lunchroom chatter podcast, baby. Yeah, yeah, we back in this bitch, man. Look, before I continue, man, look, I know in the background some of you guys mentioned, you know, I hear your smoke detector go change your batteries. Like, I know it's, I know, I know. My smoke detector be, like, every every couple minutes it be chirping, I know. Like, they're supposed to come change it next week. Now, you know, I went to go do it myself, but then I seen it said, caution, turn off the power in the circuit breaker first or you can, uh, before, you know, or else you can electrocute yourself. And I'm like, shit. I went inside my circuit breaker box. I ain't see the... The little nozzle that says smoke detect, I said, fuck it. So they're going to come change it this week. My smoke detector's going off. I know it. But that's not why I'm here. I got some shit to get off my mind this week. Now, oh, it's a lot of shit, man. The dumbass of the week this week, I, I, like I really want to speak about the dumbass of the week. There was a teen in Georgia. He stole almost a million dollars working at Kroger. This was a 19-year-old black man in Atlanta, Georgia. He stole, I repeat, almost $1 million. Like, he had just came up with, like, a what he thought was, like, a professional, smart, like, return. I guess he was, like, returning items and shit. I want to speak about that shit. Um, also, I posted a viral meme yesterday, you know, in regards to where I said something. It said something to the effect that, that TikTok used to be for like dancers and shit, but I think it said something like women always turn it into like twerking and showing their body or some shit. So we're going to speak about that because some of you guys replied back to that and then I really like your response. So we're going to get some shots fired this week. I'm firing a couple shots this week, man. You know, because I don't understand why. Like, as a woman, and again, I'm probably going to call up a female this episode to speak about some shit because I know if I do it myself, I'm going to get dragged. If I do it with a woman, I'm probably still going to get dragged because that's just the way social media works. But, like, anytime you say something that may be true, but a woman does not want to hear at that time, then it is twisted into you're bashing her. Why don't you, like, why are you downing women? It's not about downing women. Like, I said on Instagram that, like, for example, a woman can be dating a guy who the who another man knows is abusive. You know, oh, that guy, you know, he killed two women before you. But if that woman who is with him at that time is so in love with him, she's smitten. You know, the guy can do no wrong. So if if a man who cares about this woman says, look, who you dating? You dating Rashad? Yeah, I don't know if you should be with him because he has a history of abusing women. And again, the woman who is with him is so in love with him. So by another man saying that, it's going to be said, oh, you just hating. Why you got to talk down on shit? 
like someone can say something to you that can be true. And I understand in like a certain point in your life, you may feel a certain kind of way, but like every man who speaks on women is not downing or bashing women. Like we live in this era now where people, they don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear shit that kind of skews their fantasy living. So that's what I'm saying, man. But, um, let me gather my shit together, man. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna play a song by my guy Russ, man. This song, this shit explains exactly how I'm feeling right now, man. Song is called "Kill 'Em All," man. Fuck y'all, man. Not speaking about y'all. I'm speaking about those who be sensitive as fuck. Like, bruh, y'all remember the days where you could just go online and say shit and have fun, and you know, you could say, "Oh, she's so pretty," but I don't like her feet. And you know, it was funny. Ha 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 ha. Now it's like. As a black man, if you say, oh, my God, she is beautiful, but oh, her feet. Like, once you mention any flaw about a woman, oh, you hate black women. Why you hate her so much? You must hate your mom and you must hate your grandma. But then on the flip side, a woman can say, ew, he's so ugly. Oh, look at his hands. Look at his feet. And I heard he got a little dick, too. They could say all that, and it's 100% okay. But as a black man, if we say... Oh, why her nails dirty? Oh, you just hate black woman fingers. What, bitch? You talking about, man? God. This song is called Kill 'em All by my guy Russ, man. Dedicated to all the sensitive motherfuckers. Dedicated to all the sensitive motherfuckers out there, man. Suck up y'all sensitive shit. Tidy y'all, man. Yeah. This beat is crazy, shout out to me <laughs> All you little fucking uh, D-League peasant Tier 98 ass rappers, you little clickbait ass journalists and shit Fucking suck my dick, I never even met y'all man, y'all so fucking obsessed I'm on some kill everybody shit, fuck you yeah, I've been withholding, I really feel like exploding People poking, provoking, I'm suffocating I'm choking the feeling that no one gets it I just try to suppress it, I really need to express it I really should reinvest it and go off, off, off on you bitches I wonder why these fucking grown men always talking like bitches Y'all so obsessed with me, I've never even talked to you bitches I'd run you over with my Lambo, wouldn't stop for you bitches I'm at my breaking point, I can wave and point And they'll start breaking joints so loudly, exclamation point Rappers taking bribes, they be shaving points I see the game from every angle, I be playing point I be playing coach, I be playing owner I be playing fan and I play promoter Getting great exposure from all the hate Y'all are hustling backwards This goes for anybody and any bum-ass rapper Pussy M, you leave me no choice I have to kill them all, kill them all, kill them all, kill them all. You know, sometimes you got to kill them all, man. Everybody cannot survive. You got to kill them all sometimes. Fuck them. They sensitive. They sending shots your way. You got to kill them, bitch. Talk your shit, Russ. Kill them all. Kill them all. Kill them all. Kill them all. Any rapper can get it, I'm sending headshots, headshots You can't talk to me if you can't sell out Red Ross, Red Ross, that's 10,000, watch your mouth When you speak about your superiors, premeditated murder I'm plotting with my Nigerians Peeking through you, chiefing and eating fufu We see what this dreaming grew to Arenas in Honolulu, doing streams like I'm Hulu Lambo talks via Bluetooth, people trying to do voodoo The zoo is making me cuckoo And fuck the media and the politics in this industry
treated snakes in the lives and the gossip in this industry and fuck these WWE ass rappers, high school mentality, glee ass rappers, fake family ties, y'all say brother too much, y'all get played by the same women, y'all say you love her too much, and y'all be running from the truth, y'all take cover too much, I'm getting tired of this shit man, enough is enough, you leave me no choice, I have to kill them all, kill them all, kill them all, For attention that the music ain't getting I understand it's frustrating Watching my rapper dissension Watching arenas sell out Watching my plaques multiply When you ain't headlining tour And when you drop they don't buy But you got followers though But what they following for But that's cause most of them are fake Let me let your followers know That y'all be paying social media agencies 20,000 every month Just to comment, like, and follow your account It's all up front Y'all are glorified Instagram entertainers Got millions of followers But can't even sell out your basement Y'all dropping antics and skits Cause you can't Drop a hit, flashing jewelry, posting leaf hopping Xanax for clicks. Infatuated with designer costume shop carolers, bunch of crackheads and clowns, bunch of boondocks characters. Damn, y'all not scaring us with your internet loose lips. I be at the same festivals, y'all don't do shit. Damn, you leave me no choice. I have to kill them all, kill them all, kill them all, kill them all, kill them all. you guys know Russ R-U-S-S that was off his 2018 project Zoo that was entitled Kill Em All man but let me dive back into this shit man where the fuck is my juice man here we go let me get some I got my shit I gotta talk my shit real quick let me get my juice let me let y'all hear me drink too that's how kings drink bitch let me get into my shit though man like I was saying man there was a Georgia team a Georgia team. Let me let me play out a news clip first, cause like y'all gotta hear this shit in depth. This nigga thought he he just came up and mastermind the perfect scheme. He stole nine hundred and eighty thousand dollars, bitch. God. And when I say bitch, I'm not speaking about you guys individually because I know some of you guys are gonna say, "Why you gotta say bitch so much? You're talking, you're calling us a bitch." No, I'm not. Take your sensitive ass somewhere else, man. It's a figure of speech. I don't know who the fuck listens to this shit. I see the numbers, but it don't tell me. Okay, this person, this person, this person. I know that the majority of my listeners are women, but I don't say bitch from a mean place, and you guys know that. The ones who choose to wake up and be sensitive and just wake up being angry at their real life. Those the ones who take shit to heart. But I'm not calling you guys bitches, man. I'm just saying a figure of speech. Let me play out a news clip, man. This is from CBS 46 Atlanta. You know, you and I are a lot alike. Yo, Why these ads, man. Yo, these ads on YouTube, bruh. We could be friends. Don't you hate... Like, sometimes you play a 10-second video in the ad be 40 seconds, bitch. 
I'm not getting YouTube premium. This is from CBS 46 Atlanta. New at five, police say a Kroger employee pocketed nearly a million dollars from the store before they say employees caught on to the scam. And tonight he is in jail. CBS 46's Tori Cooper live at the Gwinnett Kroger with how the teenager was caught. Tori, what have you learned? Yeah, police say 19-year-old Trey Brown worked here at this Kroger before an employee allegedly discovered that he was falsifying returns and putting the money back onto his credit card for nearly two weeks. Now, police say without this vigilant employee, this scam would have continued. Detectives say they believe this young man went big. A case that involved him stealing over $980,000. For nearly two weeks, police say 19-year-old Trey Brown was allegedly falsifying more than 40 different returns on items that didn't exist without anyone noticing. Police say he would move the funds from the returns onto his own credit card, ranging from $75 a pop to 87 grand. Once he had the money on the credit cards, uh, he took that and purchased cars, uh, we believe at least two cars, clothing, guns, and a number of other items. Local shoppers stunned that someone was able to pull off a scam of this magnitude at their local Kroger. What does a 18-year-old know how to spend a million dollars? If he, he can do it, some other people that are around him knows how to do it too. But police say one of the cars Brown purchased was a Camaro. And his alleged shopping spree finally took a destructive turn when Brown totaled the Camaro prior to being arrested at his home for theft. Now, police say funds were returned to several different outlets once Brown was arrested. But many people we had a chance to speak to today in this parking lot say a teen like this likely had help to create a scam in this size. Reporting live in Duluth, I'm Tori Cooper for CBS 46 News. Quite a story there, Tori. Thank you. This I want to start off by calling this motherfucker a dumbass. I understand now. Matter of fact, he's 19 years old. He lives in the inner city. You know, I would assume based off of him doing this that his family does not have a lot of income, a lot of money. But I call him a dumbass because of the way he spent the money. Bruh, you live in the hood. You, matter of fact, you're going to get the dumb bitch real quick. You stupid, ignorant son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there. You live in the inner city. Chances are you don't have a lot of money if you're working at Kroger. You're working at Kroger, making about $10, $11 an hour, maybe 12 Now, out of nowhere, within a two-week time span, he went from being a regular motherfucker on the block to having $980,000. Now... If you're doing something illegal, right? You know, it goes on for a week, two weeks. Well, even a week. If, if after a week you got 500000 you got half a meal after a week, right? So, you know, let's just say you got half a meal after one week. Like, why don't you stop? Like, it's when people get greedy is when killers and they kill five to six people. And within four to five year time span, they have not got caught. But then they just, you know, I want to kill 15, I want to kill 20, and then you make a mistake and get you caught. It said he was ratted on by the other uh, co-workers, meaning that you pull in an artist money, we know because you're probably telling us, we are not getting, like, you ain't giving us shit. So because we ain't getting nothing and now we found out, we're going to tell on you. Like, that's the way the game goes. Like, if you're making money and you ain't giving nobody else nothing, 
And now it said this motherfucker went out and bought, you know, expensive sports cars, paid for a Camaro in full. Nigga. Like, why don't you, if you, if you made money and you stopped doing it, right? Let's just say he, he had the 980000 and he stopped doing it. Nigga, sit low. Nigga, but I mean, after taking that much money, you probably going to get caught because it's only a matter of time before a business realize, yo, that shit. Like, all this fucking money's gone, so it's only a matter of time anyway. But you got to lay low in that situation, man. You cannot still be taking and taking and taking. And you think nobody going to tell me your dumb ass. Let's give him the dumb bitch one more time before we move on. You stupid, ignorant, son of a bitch, dumb bastard. Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there. And I've been paying attention to the whole T.I. Tiny situation, you know, where the woman came out and accused Tiny and T.I. of engaging in terrible behavior and, you know, gathering up young girls and women and shit. So I don't want to speak too much on that because it's still kind of the information is still kind of he said, she said it's kind of convoluted. Like, you know, the information is not what I want it to be right now. But if that is true. And Tiny and T.I. were gathering up, you know, teens or young adults and having sex with them and threesomes and shit. They are some nasty motherfuckers, man. Now, I'm not these people because a lot of people online, and this is also a negative based on the world we live in, where they just believe that T.I. T.I. wouldn't do that because he's a celebrity I love. Like, it's when people believe dumb shit like that. Like, if you go back to the Chris Brown-Rihanna incident. Like, if we had not seen those images of Rihanna's face fucked up, people would still not believe that Chris Brown did it because he is a high-profile celebrity who we know and love. And in the world we live in now, people just believe that because someone is high-profile they make good music and I love them that that's not true. And that's where it's dangerous because I've said before that when you reach a certain level of status, I mean, of course you have people come out the woodworks and accuse you with shit that you probably didn't do, but it's, it's always dangerous for the victim because I'm a man. Let's say, for example, I go to Beyonce's house today. You know, I got to say Beyonce because she's a high profile celebrity who is universally loved. So if I go to Beyonce's house today and, you know, let's say, God forbid, Beyonce rapes me. I wake up, you know, I feel like I was taken advantage of. Yo, the fucking headphones. I feel like I was taken advantage of. I go, I report it. Yo, yeah, you know what? Beyonce Giselle knows she raped me. I want to file a police report. Now, that report now becomes public. Like, do you think anyone on earth would stand by my, by my side? Nobody Because she is, she is a celebrity that we know and love The same thing for those as popular as Drake You know I would hope it don't happen But if Drake rapes a woman tonight And that woman goes and reports him tomorrow And that report is made public That woman will get dragged all over social media How dare you accuse Drake Someone we know and love Bitch how dare you and that is why a lot of women do not come out, do not come forward, do not speak out, and they sit with their trauma for years. But then once one or two women come out, then 
those affected the same way by that suspect or that person, they also come out because they feel as if, you know what, y'all two came out, y'all three came out, so now I can tell my story because I'm not alone. But on the flip side, I understand that we have a lot of women who do come out and accuse men and women of doing dumb shit. Even men, because we live in a world now where, you know, any attention is is great. But I want to follow this up probably next week or the episode after, because like I said, I'm trying to gather more information. I'm trying to see what comes out because the shit is still ongoing. The, the accuser last night, I believe she took a lot of tech to test. She passed the test, but it's still it's still so much kind of weird information to where I just want to I kind of want to sit with that shit a little bit more before before I come out and like really dive in depth with that, man. But yo, if these headphones don't stop screeching in my ear, bro. But speaking of diving in depth, man, Tory Lanez last night. Now we know Tory Lanez has been he's been hated, you know, you know, rightfully so after shooting Meg the Stallion. But he has been trying to get back into good graces. I believe he posted last night. He has a song coming out with Tory Lanez. I mean, not that's, he Tory. A song coming out with Chris Brown. Those are two toxic motherfuckers, man. But um, last night, well, one of them days, he was in a he was in the mall and he decided to buy, you know, multiple sneakers for two kids. Let me play y'all the clip real quick. Generous today. Are we hot? These are joints you want? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. What about you, B? Oh no, you got this. He got them? Yeah. Get them white? Yeah. Say so you want them white? Alright. Between those and which ones? Between these and the shattered buttons. 2.0. Could you get them shit? Yeah. Right. Pick up another pair. Pick, pick up another pair, bro. Uh-huh. Y'all need school fresh, B. You heard? He's going to school fresh, my nigga. Boy, them boys about to go home fresh, wow. Them boys about to go home fresh, wow. I know we hate Tory Lanez, but let me clap it up for him real quick, man. That took me back to my childhood, man. Like, I remember being in, like, those who listen to this podcast, I know a couple of y'all do that went to middle school with me. Like, y'all know back in middle school, like, I wasn't the freshest nigga. Like, in middle school, you know, I ain't always having the best clothes. The only time I had on good clothes was the first day of school, after Christmas, and um, shit, that's that's probably about it. That's probably when you know my clothes was like the freshest. You know, when I worked all summer, and I was able to buy about seven to ten outfits. So, so it's like those first seven to ten days of school, I was fresh as shit. But after that, you know, that's when you kind of like you kind of wore out your new clothes. So now you back to wearing like your old shit, or you got to mix and match and kind of make shit fresh. And then after Christmas. You know, I'm fresh for about a week. You know, I got about five new outfits. I'm good. Then after that, I'm back to my old shit again, man. <laughs> so just, I just, I'm trying to imagine, man, being like me going back to middle school, being in a mall, seeing like what what might be my favorite artist and leaving with five pairs of sneakers, bitch. Let's clap it up again for Tori. I know some of you guys, why are you clapping it up for Tori? Some of you guys are going to be mad. Oh, why aren't you clapping up for Tari? That's a toxic motherfucker. I understand. But, and man, hold on, hold on. Because something that pissed me the fuck off. Shot fired, bitch. Hold on. Something that pissed me the fuck off, too. 
Like I've seen people comment under this post, you know, it's not a real good deed if it's posted online. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Like, that's the dumbest shit I hate. Because the same people that say it's not a real good deed if it's posted online be the first ones running to watch a fight like when celebrities fight. I remember when um when Nicki Minaj and Cardi B had their, you know, their little shoe throwing incident at the gala, and all the comments were, Where's the video? I need I need video. Where's the where's the um the receipts? I need receipts, I need video. Look, anytime you guys hear, but like if there was a if something came out tomorrow, yo, Jay-Z had a fight with um with Drake. Where's the video? Where's the video? I need I need receipts. Like people want to see videos of dumb shit, but then if someone does something positive or feeds a homeless man, I understand that people don't like them videos, but it's positivity. Like I'm never gonna knock or be mad that a positive video is being shown on my timeline. Even if it is not genuine Of course Tory Lanez could be doing that Because he wants to get back in the public's good graces But it's still a positive video On my timeline And I would take that over twerking I would take that over a guy showing a gun A guy sitting weed on his hand And posting You know I'm, I'm just getting high tonight Like I would take a positive video Over all that social media fantasy bullshit so I'm going to clap it up for Tori again. I understand we hate the motherfucker, but like I said, that takes me back to my, my middle school, my high school days when I wasn't the freshest. I wasn't the coolest motherfucker. I didn't have the best outfits. But if my favorite artist could have bought me my four pairs of ex- ex- like expensive sneakers that I wanted in the moment. And again, of course, the world is not about material shit, but when you are a teen... Like, that is what you think about. Like, when I knock material shit, I'm speaking about it from an adult's perspective. Like, if you're in your late 20s, your 30s, your 40s, and your whole mind is set on buying material items, then you might got to rethink your life. But from a teen's perspective, like, I'm never going to knock them for wanting more sneakers. I'm never going to knock them for wanting, I want to go to school and be fresh because I wanted to do that. But I didn't have the money to do it. So I was going to school looking like a straight up bum. I ain't give a fuck though. I was going to school wearing my brother's shirt. My brother was bigger. I'm like a, like I wore like an XL, but I'm going to school with a 3X shirt because that's the size my brother wore. I know the struggle, bitch. <laughs> but we're going to take a quick break, man. I'm about to call up probably my homegirl, man. I want to speak about the meme I posted about, about why the majority of women's challenges on social media involved twerking or showing some ass and tits. And also, women have told me, John, you're so cute. Like, why don't you play into your looks more? Because you can build your following more if you just played more into your looks. I won't do that. And I'm going to tell you guys why. And also, I'm, um, there was a renewed debate in regards to oh, relationships. And because I seen a woman say, I believe it was on Facebook that, you know, if you're a man and you just can't pay for all the bills and you just, you're not ready to date. You know, if we got to go half and half on everything or even some things, you are a roommate. You are not a real man. So I want to call up a female listener for that shit. So we're going to dive into this shit, man. Let me take a quick break. I got to pay some bills. I got to take a shit, man. I'll be back. John A. Show's Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. What's up, man? We back, man. 
Woo! It always feel good. Like majority of times I take a break on the podcast is so I can go take a shit. But like I said, man, it's some shit I want to speak about, but I, I know I can't speak about it by myself because I'm a man, so I'm going to get labeled as, you know, oh, you're sexist, you're bashing women. I'm not. But I do want to know why a majority of women's challenges on social media that go viral involve twerking or showing your ass to tits. So I'm probably going to call to my homegirl. Let me help she pick up the phone. Hope she pick up the phone. You turn my shit up. Hello. Nicole, hold on. Let me clap it up. <laughs> How are you? You doing good? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Hold on. Before I start, wait, your birthday was Friday, right? Did you do anything special for yeah. your birthday? Um, I went and got my concealed permit and went gun shopping. So that was special. Wait, why are you buying a gun? Somebody stalking you? No, it's just for protection. You need to stay strapped. <laughs> I mean, oh, you live by yourself? I do. Me and my two daughters. Okay, it makes sense. But um, I called you up because um, I just need your opinion because I feel like as if you are a mature woman who would give me an honest opinion, you know, that's not biased. But I just want to know, like, and you could be honest, like, why are the majority of women's challenges that go viral involve twerking or, like, in some form showing your ass or your tits? Like I said, I, I just want to know. You could be honest with me. You want you want to know why? Yes, like the majority of women challenges that go viral is either involving twerking or showing your ass or tits. I just want to know because I'm a man, so I feel like you could inform me better than me just... Because sex mm-hmm. sales, and we like the attention, and women are now feeling a little bit more comfortable with showing off their sexuality, so why not do something that garners attention? I understand that but then again like if you go based off that because and I understand like every woman has the right to still have certain desires but like when I see like women like that like it's some woman like on my page who just like if I go down they like their last 50 posts it's just ass tits ass tits ass tits but then they post memes or captions that say I want a man to love me for me and not my body but if that's all you are showing like that is what men see because men see the physical first like, you could have the best personality. You can just be the greatest woman. But we don't see that when we first look at you. So if a man sees ass and tits, he's approaching you because, like, that's what he sees. So, like, I just be confused in, like, in regards to that aspect. So, like, what do you think about that? Okay, so, okay, I'll take that. Now, yes, men are moved by visuals. But mm-hmm. that shouldn't stop a man from appro- approaching a woman and asking serious questions. Yes, we love to show off our body. We should feel comfortable to show off our body, but that shouldn't negate a conversation of whether you take a woman serious or not. I agree. Because she is showing off her body. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I understand, like, some people feel like if you show ass and tits, then the attention you get, that's your fault. That shouldn't also be the only reason why some women aren't taken serious because they are showing off or they are twerking or doing anything like that. We should always celebrate our bodies, not feel shameful of doing that. No, 100%. Or we shouldn't get, like, weird vibes from people or, you know, I've never been a fan of 
oh, because you show off your body, you deserve to get disrespected. Oh, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. Not at all. This is my personal opinion. Like, Mm -hmm. no, I get what you're saying, but just personally, I've never been a fan of you deserve the attention you get when you show off your body. I always thought that was stupid. Mm -hmm. I guess so. Okay, so if... So... Like let's say for example you got a man You in a relationship with him uh-huh. for like maybe two years And like there's a challenge online called like the dick bulge challenge And like you find out your man is doing the dick bulge challenge And like you check the comments And like it's women in the comments Oh my god your, your dick is so big Your bulge is so big How would you feel about your man partaking in the dick bulge challenge If there was a thing Okay so this is me personally I cannot <laughs> speak for other women So I just want to put that out there first but I was still flattered by the attention of my man and his dick ball. Oh, let me clap it up. You wanted you wanted the real ones. Yeah. <laughs> now that's just me. Now I'm pretty sure other women will be like, "What you doing?" Yeah. Blah blah blah. But as far as me, okay, I see my man with his dick balls out here, or whatever the challenge may be. So, so it you does not bother. Me. So you wouldn't feel a kind of way like if you check the comments, like you seen chicks that like chicks that you may know that say. Damn, your dick's so big. I see why Nicole happy. Like, that wouldn't bother you at all? No, because women do the same with other challenges and stuff like that. And men do the same. So, like, especially with TikTok. TikTok moves the needle. And you ain't lying. Right now it does. Okay. So, with these challenges, I'm pretty sure women who are doing it are not single. There's been a bunch of couples on there just taking it beyond mm-hmm. and it's people in the comments saying oh my god or you know having some type of reply so it doesn't bother me because that's just how it goes that's just how social media works you know we put stuff out to garner attention and you know you're going to get some type of comment from what you post i agree because like I like because like even in regards to like Instagram, like I've had women tell me, you know, John, I think you're cute, but I feel like you could increase your following and, and have like five to ten thousand followers if you played into your looks more. But like that's just not something I'm willing to do because I feel as if like those are not like genuine followers. Like even with right. you, like you have a business. Like if you just played into like showing your ass and tits twenty four seven, like you are going to increase your following. You're going to have tons of men that that, that follow you strictly off that. But those are not men that I feel are going to support your business. Like they, they want to follow because they want to look at you. Like they, they just don't give a fuck about what you're doing. And like that's not going to translate into business sales, in my opinion. No, that's true. And it's crazy that you bring that up because my business is an adult business. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm trying to get to the point where I have to separate Nicole from the business because I get tons of inboxes. Saying like what's up or is this, from men you know, you from other men yes yes and it's mm. weird because I'm posting tip advice um, sexual content but that's not me that's garnered like that's to the business I agree but but online weird. people they don't understand that like like they can't separate the two so like when you post for like your business they just they just assume it to be coming from like you and like what you yes. may think so they just can't like this they can't separate it. And it is tough. And that is something that I am learning now because the messages become super creepy because it's like, no, <laughs> this is my business. This is what I'm doing. This is not me. I'm not out here just flipping. And that's what they think, I'm, that you out there you know, just, like, you out there just selling pussy. Yeah. Like, that's what they yeah. think, you know. <laughs> yeah, it is the most and a lot. 
right, so hold up. The last thing I want to ask you now, there was a viral post that came about, I think I seen it on Facebook, where it said, women who can't pay for, like, majority of things in relationship that they are not ready to date. Like, what do you think about that? So, like, if you with a guy, a serious relationship, like, two or three years, and, like, uh-huh. like should a man pay for everything? Like, all the bills, your car note, his car note. Like, should a man be required to pay for everything? I was raised where my dad takes care of everything. My mom wants for nothing. But Mm. I was also taught, like, religiously, the man is the head of the household, and he should take care of everything. Now, me, I'm a little bit more modern, where I feel like if we come up, like, if we're 100 with each other, you take care of this, I take care of that, that is no problem, Mm -hmm. you know? But I won't be one of those women like where I find a man and he says you don't have to work. No, that's not me. I want to work. I want my own money. I want mm. my own income. But if we 100 and we talk it out and we sit it down where there's either 50-50, 75-25, 60-40, I'm down for it. I'm not the one that wants a man to dope do everything. Like we are. It's exhausting. Because like yeah, I said. Yeah, I bet it is. I spoke about it before in the past where I was in a relationship maybe about nine to ten years ago where I paid for everything. And, like, that was probably, like, I probably was, like, my at my most, like, miserable point because she was never satisfied with nothing I did. I paid for this. I paid for that. She always wanted more, more, more to where it's, like, eventually as a man, it gets exhausting. But then on the flip side, a lot of men, they don't want you to work because they want to use the money as power, you know, as power to control you because, you know, like, the minute you act up, then you ain't getting no more from me until you uh-huh. act in a way in which, you know, I believe you should act. So a lot of men who are jealous, who are insecure, like they like using money as power. It should never be that way. It should never, ever get to that point where you're being controlled because a man has a hundred percent over the mm-hmm. relationship or the finances. It should never be like that. Like there should be some kind of compromise, some kind of sit down, well, we talk it out, we work, and that's another thing that I think my generation sucks at is communication. Oh, my like, God. Hold on. Yeah, you, mm. suck at that. <laughs> I do. I think we suck at that, and that needs to be worked on. You're not lying. Like, that's because, why, like, wait, wait, f- finish what you're saying. What you're saying? I mean, because it's a lot of assuming, and it's like, mm. if I don't say anything, I assume that you know how I'm feeling, and yet it's just going to leave a, like, a lot of unresolved issues. I mean, you're right, and, like, like that's where, like, I always mention all the time, like, on social media that, like, couples don't talk. Like, when I see, like, for example, like, when I see happy couples, then, you know, it may be, like, a maybe, like, a day or two to where they kind of have a fallout, and then I see memes all, like, all on my timeline, and I'm like, instead of posting memes, you can just go sit down and tell him how you feel or tell her how you feel instead of going online and posting, like, little sub-disses that would probably make, you know, the relationship worse, so I just don't mm-hmm. understand things from that perspective. But like you said, with this generation, like the communication can be so poor sometimes to where people, they just don't like sometimes a simple sit down, a simple discussion between two people who love each other. That can be all you need. But like so much change, man, I just be so depressed sometimes just thinking about it. I really do. Not our generation. We feel social media driven. It's ridiculous. You said it's what? It's a we're so social media driven. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Like 
we can't, it's almost like we can't function unless we put a post or we can't function unless we go and get the opinion of strangers, which is weird. It's always been weird to me. We can't move. We can't think on our own. We have to have some type of social media app or advice mm-hmm. that doesn't even hardly work for us. But we feel like, okay, if this got 10,000 likes, obviously it's going to work for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just weird. But it even goes back to like over like last summer where like OnlyFans took off. Well, you know, it was like women on online who had tons of followers, like a million followers, who started OnlyFans and they made like a hundred thousand dollars. And then I started seeing like an influx of like regular women starting OnlyFans thinking that they would make the same. But it's just it's a yeah. difference. It's a difference. Like if you got five hundred followers and you started OnlyFans, the chances of you making a hundred thousand dollars, it's it's not gonna happen. But people see it happen to maybe five or six people who already have big followings and they assume that that's like, that can be me too. Did you make an OnlyFans or you ain't make an OnlyFans? No, I tried, but that's no. no. <laughs> Wait, you tried. What did you post? Did you post like... <laughs> feet pictures. That's oh, what I did. Wait, of your feet? <laughs> feet pictures? Okay, so let me tell you. Men like feet. And it was a weird fetish, but if you look it up, feet pictures make a lot of money. No, nah, nah, I agree. Do you have cute feet yeah. though? Do you have cute feet, or it's like? <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I gotta see it now because like those started OnlyFans and like you posting fucked up feet, so I definitely gotta see your feet now. Like I gotta see it. It's gonna be in my yeah. mind all day now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. So it was just so, it got to a point where I was like, okay, this is enough. It's getting kind of, the requests were getting kind of weird and creepy. And there's women who, you know, I'm fine with that. But I was like, no, that's enough. It was for a while, lasted, made some money, but <laughs> All right, so, so before I let you go, like, I know you got a business, Nicole's Little, is it Nicole's Little Box or is it Nicole's Little Black Box? It's Nicole's Little Black Box. All right, so I go ahead. No, I, I said for a second, just like tell the people like about your business, like what it is, what you sell. I know you sell like intimate apparel, you sell sex toys. So just tell them, tell them for a little do. bit about what you do. Okay, so I started this business as like just doing a sex business, you know, trying to get out there. But then I switched it to focusing on couples. So it's like those who are into role play, those who just want toys, want to bring some extra fun into the bedroom. Um, I'm all about building intimacy and a stronger foundation of communication mm. through sex. Because, you know, a lot of us don't speak out during sex. A lot of us are ashamed to do things during sex. <laughs> so I want my business to be that safe space for individuals and or couples to kind of bring that sensuality out of it. Mm. So I have it all. I make my own bath soaks candles, the oils, and things like that. And then I sell toys and lingerie on the side also. And what's the website? It's www.nicolesblackbox.com. And on Instagram, it's nicolesblackbox.com. I got you. But, um, like, I appreciate you so much for, for coming on the podcast, for even letting me call you. I know it's kind of early in the all right, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. See that right there? Let's clap it up for Nicole one more time. 
And again, you guys can follow follow her. Let, let me get her. Let me get her IG. She just gave you her IG, but I, I just want to reconfirm it. It's Nicole's Little Black Box on Instagram. She sells natural skincare, intimate apparel. You get sex tips. You want adult toys. And it's a black-owned business. I repeat, it is a black-owned business. She is a great woman. You know, she works hard. So if you let me let me go to her website real quick so I got so I can tell you guys more in depth what she sells. Mm. Look at that. As soon as you go to the site, it's already sexual. What's inside my box? Nicole's little black box. It's more than a sex shop. It's an experience. My box is what you've been waiting for. The little black box that feeds into your senses, leaves you breathless, and provides you with a breathless, safe space for sexual freedom. Shit, shit, I want the box. Oh, God damn. My box is paradise for the gods and goddesses of love, sex, intimacy, and pure pleasure. Oh, we gonna clap it one more time. God damn. You guys follow Nicole on IG. Go to her website, Nicole's LittleBlackBox.com. Man, I... Thank you, man. I, I appreciate her for coming on. She gave some great points, some great insight into the mind of women and into, I guess, why some challenges tend to end up being sexual, man. But um, hope you guys love the podcast. You know, I'm sorry I took a week off, but uh, I think I'm going to start doing that. Three podcasts, then take a week break. It gives the podcast time to breathe. It gets time for listeners to catch up because so many people catch on to the podcast late to where they go back and listen to old episodes. And, you know, it's like a family here, man. I call this the lunchroom family, man. So thank you guys for tuning in. I'm back next week with a special episode. Another guest. Love you guys. Stay safe.